Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Kevin. And my name is Danny. And with us as always is the official travel agent of the Magic Our Way podcast, the man that enjoys a cushion and loves the pushing. You ain't never had a friend like Lee. <laughs> Please welcome <laughs> to the show, Mr. Lee Lastavica. <laughs> How you doing, Lee? Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the little cushion, man. No, that's man. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah and cushion. you created a lot of cushion with the pictures you sent us for your Memorial Day. You did a lot of barbecue today. <laughs> yeah, I got oh, a wow. cushion. Yeah, there was a lot of sausages sure. and a lot of meats and a lot of different things that you had on that grill. I feel bad to do anything. That's all right. Hey, well, Lee. I think Lee did enough for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Lee, as your friend, get your cholesterol checked. Yeah. Just saying, <laughs> just saying man. I was really thinking like today, like, man, I probably did not eat one thing that was actually like good for you today. <laughs> it was all like sausage and hot dogs and but it was delicious potato, potato salad. And sometimes you, you'll find, you know, you do stuff that makes you happy. You still live a good while. We'll see. We'll see. And also today we have the proprietor of Ivory Comics, which can be found at www.ivorycomics.com and Samuel Jackson stunt double in the Marvel cartoon universe. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Eli Avery. Hi, Eli. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? It's going all right, man. I'm glad welcome to have you back. back. Yes, welcome back, sir. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was tough being on that uh, shield helicarrier. Yeah, you. They, I hope they gave you overtime, man, because you did a lot of work, dude. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all. I'm Crashing all about, and... I'm all about the work. Hydra and MODOK and... Right. Whatever it takes to save nuts, the universe. Man. Was there any snakes on that helicarrier? <laughs> Let's just say I ran into a few snakes last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, does Samuel Jackson do any work, man? Because I saw you were all over the place. Oh man, yeah, I know. He, you know, he gave you a good tip. You know, <laughs> he said, "When you see that person over there, call him an MF, really good." Man. <laughs> <laughs> I say it like you mean it. So, all right. So, just to let you guys know, the Magic Hour Podcast is New Orleans-based Disney fan podcast. We are artistic people expressing thoughts regarding all things Disney from an artist's point of view. We encourage the Mohican Nation to be creative with us and let your inner artist come alive. Find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast from social media links to merchandise at www.magicourway.com. The Magic Our Way podcast promises to be the voice of the Disney fan community. We are committed to exploring every angle of any topic we present. Uh, we will beat that dead horse and explore both sides of every coin to allow you, the listener, to make an educated decision based on the topics of the day. We welcome any and all opinions, thoughts, etc. All right, guys, enough of this jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around. All right, guys, today on Guest Service, we have a couple of uh, individuals that got in touch with us through Facebook. And just to let you guys know, we have a variety of ways that you can get in touch with us, whether it's through any of the social media stuff, whether uh, Facebook or Twitter, you want to send us a tweet, you want to send us a Facebook message, even on Google+. Uh, we're, we started accessing that. Um, you can also send us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. If you go to our website, www.magicourway.com, you can leave us a speak pipe using that little, click on that little widget that's on the right-hand side of the page. Or from any landline, you can, or landline or any telephone device, you can call <laughs> us at 1-844-HARAMBE. That's one 844 
Harambe. That's right. So you can get us touch there and leave us a voicemail. So we have many different ways for you guys to get in touch with us. Uh, these two individuals happen to get in touch with us via Facebook. All right. The first guy we have is Mr. Anonymous. He wrote in to us on Facebook. And he wrote this response to the article that Lee had posted talking about life without Disney posts. Did you see that? It was like some kind of thing, like what would happen if there was no Disney? You know, they had some uh, superimposed uh, graphical images yeah, on top had, of it. Yeah. Yeah, some wasted images of, of various Disney um, imagery. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, he wrote this in response to that. He says, honestly, they should work out a daytime digital projection method so that they could have Beast Castle look like the one in this link. Over the course of 20 minutes, the vines slowly grow up, envelop the castle. Finally, some audio loop plays, Beast or Bell saying I love you or play Be Our Guest or something's there. Maybe swish it up randomly. And the whole castle glows bright gold and the effects resets to the show, the clean castle for 40 minutes. Which is actually kind of neat. It's kind of like that projection. He's talking about like, uh, I guess, a uh, daytime version of that projection thing they do in the castle. Yeah. You know, they kind of do it during the day to where it looks like, you know, things are, like, things are alive, like vines are growing and everything else and mm -hmm. magic happens. That's actually kind of a cool idea. Why don't they just let the, the plant, you know, throw a lot of water on the plant, just let it just grow <laughs> naturally over the, the palace. That would save somebody. Yeah, well, but I, I think you lose the effect of it happening immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need to see it immediately? I, guess, I think that's what he's talking about. It's like, you know, you see the magic happen and Belle says, oh, I love you. And the spell gets going away, and it's a nice, pretty castle. Like, this curse has been lifted and all that kind of business. Also, it's kind of a forced perspective kind of thing. So if real plants grew on it, you'd see how small that little castle up there really is. Leaf is bigger than a door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bigger than a turret. <laughs> it all works with mirrors if you need to. <laughs> forced perspective plants. You use smaller plant leaves. and Maybe kind of um, tough to, anyway to do like a, a daytime projection thing, I would think. I don't know. I mean, if they could pull it off. I mean, that's something... All for it, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, again, like, okay, if you look at the top of the castle, but the bottom of it's supposed to be the entryway into the castle. Yeah, it's like still. a hill, big hill and stuff, and we're entering, or something like that. Yeah, so do we yeah. actually have uh, vines growing over the entrance <laughs> saying, you cannot come in? Inflatable plants <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you get them plastic plants there, you'll get some, you know, some real there. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Books for the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much how it is anyway. Yeah, pretty much. So like, yeah, at night's that way you're like, oh, let's go see. Oh, the vines are up. We can't get in. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why they have that walk-up window. It's just like, you know, because every time I go up there, it's like, hey, do you have anything open? It's like, no. Is, so, that, is that what you get? You're like, normally they just point at me and laugh. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right, these next three are from none other than Lisa Monday, our Dr. Mo Hooken. <laughs> and uh, this one, she writes a message regarding her nickname. She says, Dr. Mo Hooken checking in with a big thumbs up. And she gives us a smile, smiley face. Heading to the world tomorrow. Too bad my TARDIS isn't working currently. Oh, yeah, and it's a police box, not a telephone booth. One's red and the other's blue. Just a friendly FYI. Smile. Yeah, I did not know that. That's I'm, wow. I'm yeah, that makes a difference. Well, it's not your fault. You don't live in England. Yeah, I don't live in the Who land either. I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch Doctor Who as much. I visited England. I did not see any blue police boxes. Wait, what is a police box then? I guess it's a maybe a direct line to the police people or something. Not you know something like an emergency. Like you see on university campuses, they got like a blue light, and you can pick up the phone and call directly to campus security. Mm -hmm. uh, Maybe it's they have something like that for uh, 
um, nationwide kind of a thing, which is actually kind of cool. It's like the call boxes that you see on the causeway and stuff. So, interstate. so either way it goes, if her TARDIS isn't working, she may not have paid the phone bill. <laughs> Possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm no doctor who technician, but check. Yeah, yeah. Trying to go into those services that just charge her out to Wazoo, man. Like right. AT&T or Sprint, Sprint or something. She's yeah. got to make the switch or something. Check yeah. that Verizon bill. Yeah, that's I, right. I just want to make sure if you got to dial 911, you're like, shoot, can't use it. It's red. <laughs> <laughs> Let me limp myself. <laughs> the operator comes on. This is not a police box, sir. You need to find the blue police box. Well, I, uh, you know, I, I, while you were while you were chatting, I looked up www.policeboxes.com. Yes, I do. <laughs> did you see that website? No, I did not see that website. Uh, but anyway, let me just read this one paragraph here. It's kind of interesting. It says the history of the police box starts in America, of all places. Go figure. What? 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 Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It reads on. It says the telephone was invented by Alexander Graham Bell. Of course, we know that in 1876. Get out of here. Yeah, and was soon. You didn't say spoiler alert. I didn't say spoiler. <laughs> I forgot, man. Shoot, so, shoot. But you know, the rest of the movie's pretty. I good. was gonna say Tesla. Like the 80s rock band? <laughs> Tesla? <laughs> Tesla, anyway. the band was good. But yeah, yeah, Tesla, the band was good. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, let's see. Uh, it says, uh, and was soon adopted by the police as communications device. Police call boxes soon appeared in the streets, but were primarily for use of police officers to keep in contact with the police station. Uh, these boxes were literally that, a box containing a telephone mounted on a post and were used mainly as communication points. In 1881, the police patrol and signal service in chicago installed special booths with direct phone lines to police stations these booths were similar to sentry boxes in style and keys were used issued to police officers and local residents so i guess like before they had walkie-talkie or cb radio or anything else that's how the the foot soldier on the street would maintain uh, contact with the police station Ah, it's like a special phone just for them okay yeah yeah, yeah. so that's got to be exhausting like you're chasing a, a, a a criminal, you got to stop at each phone and be like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. He keep running, and then he get to the next post, he's like, I'm still chasing him. <laughs> he just turned down fourth. Yeah. He should be turning down fourth. <laughs> <laughs> In pursuit. Damn it, I lost my key. So anyway, yeah, so that's what Please Box, so that's what she says, and I, we definitely appreciate it. Who's next? All right, and this is another response by Lisa Mundy or Dr. Mohukin. I got to start using her actual name. <laughs> we and need to come up with one for uh, Mr. Anonymous because Mr. Anonymous isn't very uh, Mohican sounding. Yeah, that'd be kind of sad to lose Mr. Anonymous. He's like one of our first super fans. That it's, is true. I was going to say, I like Mononymous. Oh, henceforth, will now be known as. Mr. Mononymous. I like that. Good job. Mononymous. Mononymous. I like it. She has a Facebook response from our post of MOW number 77, which was the last show we came out with, the epic Would You Rather. She says, thanks for the shout outs, guys. I am blown away. I love to talk Disney and I have a flat wore out my friends on the subject. I know they cringe whenever someone broaches the subject of the world or Disney or even sneezes lol I'd love to come on the show anytime except for next week because I'll be too busy playing in the world leaving in the morning wishes or busts so uh, Lisa look we love talking Disney too which is why we have our podcast man if you wore out your friends you're never going to wear us out because we're just as excited to talk about the thing that we all love the most so whenever you want or whenever you want to obviously you write in uh, so whenever you want to talk about Disney Man, just let us know, and, and we'll have you on, and we'll pick a topic. Or if you have a topic, bring a topic to us. Shoot, we don't care. 
Type, we'll chat Disney whatever, whatever you are able to. So she's in Disney World this week as well. Then coming up, right? She's yeah. She says she's leaving in the morning. And uh, actually, yeah, I guess she's in Disney right now. This was like a, the other day she sent this message. Do y'all realize that our listeners are having a Disney meet in, in Disney World right now, and we're not invited? I know they kind of. <laughs> all of our listeners are in Disney World this week, and we're not. I know. And by the time this show comes out, they'll be all home again. Yes. We should need to figure this out. We should have. We should have had a meet. If I would have known all of them were coming. And, and Memorial Day, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally would have made a, a, a choice to get down there. Hopefully. Yeah, you could have did like a scavenger hunt for fish on Wu. Give out some t-shirts, there. you know. Give oh. out some uh, vacations by Lee. Well, <laughs> in fairness, fish on Wu's always there, so. Yeah, he, he's I was good. they're going to find him. Oh, find fish on Wu? Oh, yeah, they, you know, yeah it's like where's Waldo? Right. That's, find, find Wu. That's <laughs> find a, Chief Wu Wu. That's a good contest. Like we could have him wear something and be like, the first person to find this person wins. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think that's a great idea. And so Chief Wu, if you're listening, that's going to happen in the, in the future. <laughs> that is awesome. So we have to design a special shirt just for him mm-hmm. and tell all the Mawikans, like, here, you got to look for this shirt. Oh, we need to give him a phrase. So like if they find him, yes. you have to go up and say something like, Oh, Chief Woo Woo, I praise you at your feet and uh, yes. I, I give you sacrifices. Oh, <laughs> all, oh Chief Woo Woo, I have killed a buffalo. <laughs> I present him to you. I, as I offer offering. your horns and offering. Yes. And yes. It, and he gives you the right to response. That means you win. Yes. yes. I and love it, it. I love it. Operation <laughs> Woving Target. That's right. There you go. That's right. So, anyway, moving on. All right, first up on the queue, Harambe Market has opened at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Can I get Harambe? Harambe! I didn't get an Harambe from Lee. Harambe. I was waiting. <laughs> I was going to add it, but you said something. I was going to do it like offside. Right. <laughs> offside? I was going to, I was. I mean, I was going to do it like off from you guys, but oh. then you said something. Harambe. Harambe. Exactly. I am so glad to hear we're firing on all cylinders here today at the Magic Our Way podcast. Yes, guys. Uh, Harambe Market has opened, which I'm really happy to see because I often, when I visit Disney World, it's generally during the slower parts of the season and still during certain times of the day, Africa can get pretty crowded. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yes, it does. It, I think the infrastructure is pretty wild there. Yeah, it gets congested. It's tough, yeah. And as far as food goes, I mean, outside of the Tusker House... Not much else over there. I'm looking at this this uh, menu, this Chief Mwanga's specialty. Yes. And it's got sp- spice rub karubi ribs. Yes. There's about four different little counter service places. Like, picture the food court that we saw when we went into Art of Animation. Okay, yeah. It's kind of like that. There's four different, like, counter service places. So you have the cold drinks over at Wanjahi Refreshment. You have the ribs over at Chef Mwanga's. You have the sausages over at Borwar's. And then at the Kitamu Grill, you have a grilled chicken skewer, a ground beef kebab flatbread. Uh, they got a spice route chakalaka. <laughs> Whatever that is. I have no idea whether it's a wine. Chakawafa? Okay. Chakawafa. <laughs> Chupacabre? Chupacabre. Chumbawamba? <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's a, I guess it's a Shiraz, so I guess it's a wine. Yeah, spice root chakalaka. Oh, I'm so glad I'm drinking beer. And the African milk tart, which is interesting as well. No, that, that is, does not sound appetizing. Yeah. I tell you what, no, this this Chef Wonga specialty, man, I'm curious about this ribs. I love the fact that that's all he serves. Yes. He's got that with the dessert, which is a milk tart, which I saw on the other menu. 
And even the kids' meals is just ribs. It's like, screw you, kid. What? All you're getting is ribs. I am hungry. <laughs> if, you want, if the kids want to eat meat, that's all they get is ribs. It's How much for eat. a rib? How much for a rib? One rib. <laughs> One rib. How about a Coke? <laughs> Pour it in my hand. Uh, man, this looks actually delicious. And I'm looking at the sausages place. All he does is sa- he decks corn dogs, Danny. Yes. They do the corn dogs. But it's not, it's not quite a corn dog. It's a sausage within a corn dog. A corn dog. Dressing. Setting. Yes. Ah, so it's like a sheep's and wolves clothing. Or there something you like go. That. Yeah. And this one, I'm looking at the picture. It's a little curved. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that sausage. <laughs> Some people, it, 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 it's like that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, do. sometimes it does it. And they serve it with vegetables, I see. They got a little broccoli, a little, little cherry tomato thing. So they're keeping it healthy with the fried. Yes. Which I think <laughs> is kind of interesting. And then the grill, yeah, they had a ground beef kebab flatbread. Flatbreads must be the thing nowadays, huh? Like almost every place eatery that I go in Disney World, it's like there's a flatbread something. Well, everyone's carb conscious these days. So is that's that what probably it is? what yeah. it is. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to go back and check this place out, man, because just everything in here just looks delicious. And next up on the queue, there's a new tour over in Epcot, the World Showcase Destinations Discovered Tour. Lee, have you heard about this? Not yet. Please tell me more. All right. For the, <laughs> for the measly sum of $109 a person, which is not bad. Got to remember that for the price is right. Yeah, not bad considering Disney prices. $109 a person, you get a five-hour walking tour taking guests through the creation of the World Showcase Pavilions. Oh. This <laughs> tour takes place both on stage and backstage, giving a glimpse of some of the behind-the-scenes magic of the World Showcase. Also part of the experience is an inclusive lunch at a World Showcase restaurant and a cultural demonstration at one of the pavilions. Oh, very cool. Yes. Tours take place daily, departing at 9.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. Park admission is required and guests must be 16 or over. So that sounds good to me. I'd love to go ahead and take part in something like that, especially if they're going to give a behind-the-scenes look at how these pavilions came to be because I'd love to know about some of the attractions that were supposed to accompany some of these pavilions that never came to be. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to get you some behind-the-scenes scoop on stuff that was meant to be and stuff whatnot. But this just tells me that Epcot's going to have two of the better deal tours on Disney property, right? Mm-hmm, so they'll have sure. this, and then they'll have the behind the seeds tour. Yes, over at the land. So right. I mean, this is actually you know, Depcot's turned into like the tour capital <laughs> of the Walt Disney World, as far as like as far as value goes for what you get. I mean, a five-hour tour for like hundred nine dollars. You know, it's like twenty dollars an hour, right, for somebody Pl- to do that. Plus, plus a lunch. meal, yes. plus lunch, plus like uh, cultural demonstrations. I mean, I shoot. If we go back there anytime soon, man, I'd definitely uh, game for that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, do you think it would be better once Norway opens up again? I don't see why it wouldn't. It can't, it can't hurt. No, but mm. I mean, not only can't hurt, I think it would make it phenomenally yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, as far as value goes versus yes. what you get? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. So, guys, this looks like a lot of fun. The World Showcase Destinations Discovered. Tour. <laughs> Tour. <laughs> Tour. And finally in the queue, you know those long-standing rumors that we were going to get not only Star Wars Land, but Cars Land over at the Hollywood Studios because they've been shutting down a lot of rides lately, so clearly they must be making room for something? Yeah, we talked about it on the show past. 
Well, not so fast. Oh, hit the brakes. Hit the brakes on that because according to the Facebook page for Dad's Guide to WDW, they reported that Cars Land was coming and a very reputable source on the WDW magic boards debunked it pretty fast. They, they do a good job pretty much keeping up with the permits that are filed mm -hmm. when Disney has to go in and do a construction job. And no permits have been filed for either Cars Land or Star Wars Land over in the Hollywood Studios. The only permits out there currently are the ones for the announced Toy Story Mania expansion right. and the flex space between Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, which might explain why we haven't seen Character Palooza over there in a while. Right. Yeah, they're, they're doing to do something some major stuff. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. So, in other words, what we're seeing is that no permits have been filed for either Cars Land or Star Wars Land. So, those look way far off at this point. Oh, interesting. Yes. So, any hopes that we have that they were on their way to fixing it? Might be it, some time, yeah. Um, do we want a Cars Land here? Why, why wouldn't we want a Cars Land here? Why wouldn't, we want, why wouldn't we want Hollywood Studios to get... Anything and everything they can to fix that mess of a park. Well, we want something different, though, is what I'm saying. Like, do we want to copy what Disneyland has already? Or do we want maybe something new and unique that's maybe just as good? Well, if you liked what the park is, all that... that well, I don't like how the park is as it stands. I mean, I'm talking about the... the Oh, in Cars the Cars Land? Land? Yeah. Oh, Cars no, Land's but, great, actually. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you have Pixar Place over there. Yeah. Within the studios itself, I mean, it just makes sense right. that you would incorporate that into it. Now, would we like a different version of it? Sure, why not? But what's the point? I mean, it's already built. They have the money. You don't have to worry about I it. I don't so want to wait for anything else to go in there. I mean, this should be happening now. There's no reason. Like, I could understand if they want to wait until the first Star Wars uh, movie opens up. Right. To see the response to that, to decide what they want to put in Star Wars land. But there's no reason why they can't dangle something. Car yeah. yeah. Cars land in front of us in order to entice us to go ahead and say, okay, well, we want to go back and we let's, let's plan a trip in early 2016. Right, right. There's no reason why they can't do that. But yeah. we've gotten nothing. Yeah. Well, well, not just that, but I mean, they already know. In Disneyland, what works and what doesn't with the car with the Cars Land that they have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't they do away with the Luigi's tires? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're doing away with that. Yeah, replacing yeah, it with something so, else. You know, so they already know they've got the template already. I'm sure they can tweak it a little bit to be different for for Disney World, Walt Disney World. But I mean, it's it's a big hit. Uh, why would you know? There's no reason not to just bring it right over as is hey i'll take luigi's, luigi's tires over here at, uh, at the hollywood studios man i mean your other option would be like a monsters inc themed land uh that's probably the only other franchise i think that well i mean really i mean pixar place is really only one attraction is toy story midway mania right oh yeah absolutely so i mean yeah i mean that's a fact they have been that long rumored um monsters inc coaster based upon the the, the door system that they have yeah uh, so, yeah, exactly. I mean, bring the door system in, bring Cars Land in, having Toy Story Midway Mania, that that all makes a land. You would want to do, like, Big Hero 6 since that's a little more recent? Oh, Big Hero 6 would be fine. I is wouldn't that, mind. Is them. that Pixar, though? Or is no, that just that's Disney? not Pixar. Yeah. It's Walt Disney. But, but I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool to have a Big Hero 6 attraction. Mm -hmm. What if not the entire Cars Land, but maybe one of the attractions? Would you go with that to, like, so you hit every entity of the Pixar world, I guess, maybe? 
every entity in the Pixar world? Like- well, most entities. I don't know how much room they would have to do every entity, but unless I'm wrong, maybe they do have the room for all no, the entities. Oh, I'm right. sure they have room, but I mean... It's a lot of properties, though. That's a lot of properties to hit, but I mean, like, do we need another Finding Nemo attraction? No, sorry, representing an yeah. Epcot. Do we need a Ratatouille? No, because, I mean, if you're going to put that, go ahead and put that in, in France. France. Yeah. Right? Do you need... Um, Credibles? Yes, you need... <laughs> actually, <laughs> yes, you do need, you need Incredibles, Incredibles. yes. Uh, and, and the studios would be a great place to go ahead and put that in, actually. Uh, Your stories already fit. You right. know, Toy Story's in there already, yes. Um, they could retheme characters in flight. I mean, even though it's not in the studios, but they can retheme it to up or something, like attach a house to it. Yeah. <laughs> with balloons on with it. With balloons on it, yeah. <laughs> you got Bugs Life and Animal Kingdom already. Yeah. So, I mean, there's only a few select properties that could really go back there and really make sense. I'd go with an Incredibles attraction of some mm-hmm. sort. I think that'd be a lot of fun. They're supposed to be working on a sequel to that, right? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yes. See, that's the that's the kind of timing you need if you're trying to figure out what properties to put in for what. You want something that people can remember, but then when you go ahead and add a sequel that you know people are going to go back for again, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that that's where you want to go ahead and put in that wiggle room. But yeah. the, the problem is that this is a different Disney company that likes to play it safe. Uh, unfortunately... You're talking about a company that's, that's launching the Star Wars, uh, what do you call them? The sequels to the sequels that were the became prequel sequels before the prequels. Yeah, prequel prequel sequels. There you go. <laughs> and they won't announce an attraction because they want to see how the sequels are received. That makes sense, though. But it's Star Wars. Exactly, it's Star Wars. Like <laughs> yeah. It's, if this, I mean, if, you, if you miss on this, it's because you hired people that were completely incapable of doing the job. And that's my thought process with The Incredibles. I mean, it's like, sure, if you're doing The Incredibles, yeah, have an attraction that's going to open up when The Incredibles 2 opens up. That makes sense. But if, they, if they're not willing to take that chance with Star Wars... What makes you think they're going to take that chance with The Incredibles? Oh, I mean, I hear that. But I guess my, my thing to that would be it's, you know, prequel, prequel, sequel, Star Wars. So right. if you have, like, some very <laughs> hardcore fans. Yeah, I just made it up. I'll, just, I'll, I'll trademark that. Yeah. But <laughs> you have some very hardcore fans. You don't know how they're going to receive it. Now, it looks awesome. I mean, the, the trailer looked pretty cool. And I know everybody has goosebumps and stuff. But The Incredibles, that's like a, that's a total safe bet. You know, you know how the first one did. You know that everybody was clamoring for a sequel. And that's a property that you made as opposed to acquiring it from somewhere else and then getting your hands in the mix, if you will. So, But a safer property than Star Wars? After all the money you put down in Star Wars, you brought back the original crew Star Wars? They're still waiting to see? Well, okay, think of it like this. Okay, the Incredibles, boom, that comes out. You're like, oh, I know everybody there. Star Wars, that's that's old school. Like when we were kids seeing Star Wars, and then you're going to have the Star Wars that comes out now. But if you didn't have the first one, you wouldn't have this one, right? So there's a huge gap in what you have for continuity and what people are going to like and what they remember and stuff like that. That is that is a little bit more of a risk. Not to say that. Everybody's going to be like, I don't want to see that Star Wars. I don't want to. I don't, I gonna, no. You think Star Wars is more of a risk than The Incredibles 2? Yeah. Really? Well, because there's no, okay, there's no, you know, 
there's a piece of a Darth Vader. There's a piece of a, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker. Han Solo, you know, he's got a cane. You know, Wookie, the Wookiees, they don't age well. So we already had that discussion the last mm-hmm. time before. So you have this gray area, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that Star Wars is going to tank or anything, but it's a gray area because nobody has seen these new ones yet. You got a whole new visionary, you know, somebody doing it and everything like that. Yeah, The Incredibles would be a safe bet because you made that your, on your own. You know what the mythology is of that. You made it. Everybody liked it. So if you make a sequel, you're not trying to butt heads with a creator from somewhere else that made it, that you're trying to redo for a new generation, blah, 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 blah. There's less steps that are involved for a property like that. So, yeah, that's totally a, a less of a risk. Yeah, but, like, at least with Star Wars, you've had three successful films based on these characters. You had three and successful then, films, but then you had the prequels. Not prequel, prequel sequels, but prequels. <laughs> and nobody wants to remember The Phantom Menace. No one liked the prequels, but that didn't stop people from going. That's true, but then once <laughs> they saw them, then they were like, eh, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Jar Jar. Yeah, see, everybody grew up on... But Star they, Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. But people had a way of excusing stuff. They would look at Jar Okay, there's Jar Jar and it sucks, but hey, there's Darth Maul. Let's all let's all look at forget about Jar Jar. Let's all look at Darth oh, Maul. Oh, Darth Maul was awesome. Okay, yeah, Darth exactly. Maul was awesome. People have a way of doing it because it's But then Star they cut Wars. him up and I was like, ah. Look, I'm not sitting here telling you that I believe that the new Star Wars is a bona fide hit no matter what, but it is J.J. Abrams. Okay, mm-hmm. it is involving the original characters. This is as about as safe as you can get. The Incredibles had one good film. Mm-hmm. You're banking your property on one good film. Who knows whether or not Brad Bird has it within him to write another really good Incredible story? You know, I have yet. I haven't had a chance to watch Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, which he had something to do with that. I own it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it, so I don't know what his filmmaking skills is. Right. With that said, think of it like this. What's easier? Well, you know, what 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 sounds less complicated? Mm-hmm. Two or seven? Seven. Less complicated? Less complicated from the standpoint that, okay, I'm banking on six successful movies as opposed to one. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I but, would think... But hold up. Now you say that. This is an excellent segue. Lee... Yes. Eli just brought up Brad Bird. Lee just saw Tomorrowland. It's not been getting very good reviews. Lee, Tomorrowland, yay or nay? Uh, okay, so yay with the uh, caveat that it's not... No, it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He tried to save it, but no. It's not a terrible movie. It's not like I watched that movie and got and, and said to myself, "Wow, I just wasted two hours of my life." But it's not great either. It's just average. It's just okay. It's and the way I look at it is this: Do you is it worth seeing? Yes, but do you need to see it on opening day and pay ten dollars to see it? Not really. Mm. You could probably go to a matinee and feel like you didn't waste your money. Uh, you could wait till it gets to the dollar cinema. Uh, it's better than, you know, well, I got to wait till it comes out to Redbox or something like that. I still want to see it at the theater, but it's not 
it's not a great movie. It's it's kind of boring. It's kind of uh, in the end, you know, once you get to the, what the meat of the show, what the movie is about, it's kind of like you say to yourself, like, really, that's what this movie's about. Huh. My initial, when I finished watching the movie, I, my initial thought was, oh, that was pretty good. But the more I thought about it, and the more I've kind of marinated on it, it really wasn't. It's not a movie I would. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it when it comes out on DVD. Yeah, I'm not even gonna rent it on Redbox when it comes out. I saw it; it was cool, it was okay, and that's it. Okay, Lee. Now you're you're on record as saying that you liked Maleficent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I yeah, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it until we started discussing it. Okay, and then I thought, and then I thought. Oh, yeah, it really didn't make that much sense. But keep in mind, we haven't seen Tomorrowland yet, so you're the authority here. So, like, if you sit here and tell us it's not so bad, we might end up going to see it. What would you recommend? Well, go see it. Okay, what I'm saying is go see the movie, but don't pay $10 to see it. Yes. Oh, go, like, to a matinee or something. Yes, see it a matinee or, you know, maybe even wait till it comes to the dollar theater or something (laughs) like that. Lee. I watched Maleficent on cable. It was free, and I still felt cheated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, but, I mean, there's the the beginning of the movie especially is pretty good. The whole visual with Tomorrowland and, you know, what it is, the future and this kind of stuff. But there's just too much, like, it's just real preachy at the end. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I didn't. I didn't feel like I didn't walk away from it going, "Wow, that was a great movie." I was just kind of like, "Yeah, it was cool, whatever." Huh. All right. Because you know, it's yeah, funny so, what I was going to think about this whole Tomorrowland movie thing is that you know they have this cartoon series on Disney called Miles from Tomorrowland. So I was going to I was wondering if that was going to tie into anything into that universe. If it was two separate things. I mean, it's like you come out with you know you came out with Miles from Tomorrowland the cartoon first, and then you come out with Tomorrowland the movie. Uh, is it going to be kind of like the whole Marvel thing where you try to kind of connect a little bit or redo some of the things? Or is like their vision of Tomorrowland in the cartoon going to be the same thing as Tomorrowland in that movie? So, at Lee, have you seen Miles of Tomorrowland? I don't know if any of your kids no, are young I enough to. No, I haven't even heard of this yet. Yeah. But I don't, I don't have, what, what channel is it on? It's on Disney, not XD, I guess Disney Junior. Okay. It's one of those shows. Well, so my kids are about the I age where they're watching that, and it's, it's on our DVR list thing. Uh, but yeah, I was just curious to see if there was any tie into that. That would be one of the reasons why I'd, I'd want to watch it at some point somehow. Um, but yeah, I just I'm, I'm curious because they came out with this, two of those things like recently, like Miles of Tomorrowland came out this year as well, and so I guess so as well as this movie. But I mean, who knows? I'm, I'd be curious. All right, Lee, gun to your head, you have to watch one of them again. Which one, Maleficent or Tomorrowland? Go. Uh, Go. I would lean towards Tomorrowland just because it is more of a affluent story. Mm. Hey, you don't want to hear Daddy talk about Maleficent again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> Forever no, documented. But it, 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 there's some redeeming qualities about the movie. It just, like I said, it, it wasn't a terrible movie. It wasn't like I felt like I wasted my money. I just kind of felt like, oh, I saw it. It was cool. And, that, and you know, that was it. All right, follow-up question for you, Lee. Go ahead. Why did you hate the Avengers? I didn't hate the Avengers. Why are you saying that? <laughs> you sounded like you, you didn't really like it. I, say, I never said I didn't I like it. I thought he wasn't planning to see it. I didn't know he saw, he saw, he watched I the Avengers. Asking. It was a double header at the drive-in, right? Yeah. You saw Tomorrowland and you saw yeah, yeah, Avengers yeah. Age of Ultron. Oh, wow. I thought, was, 
I mean, Kevin, did yeah, it sound like Avengers, he liked the Avengers to cool. you? It was, but it was, it was, it was what I expected it to be. It's you know, it's people fighting and uh, people things blowing up and stuff like that. So yeah, it was, it was what I expected it to be. Cool. Yeah, from his text. Uh, I don't know why you said that. Well, I, I from his text, it came off like, like this guy or whatever. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't know the background. Well, from your text, it was like if we were playing win, fail, or meh, you'd be like meh. It wasn't a fail, but it wasn't a complete win. It was just kind of like it was there. So you're like, and who's the guy no. who? He, one of his texts was like, and who's the guy who died? <laughs> we're like, wait a minute. Oh, Quicksilver. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't know, he didn't yeah, know who Quicksilver yeah. well, and Scarlet know. Witch were. It wasn't that. I just I didn't know who he was. I did. I'd never seen him before. I hadn't seen him in any other movies. He had a Russian accent, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" I never heard of him. There was so, there, that's all. There was a point in there where Lee sent out a text, and I, I didn't see it until the next morning. I was asleep, and he sent out a text that said, "So what's the deal? All the Avengers brainwashed or something?" And Kevin responded <laughs> well, like, "I was trying to understand. What the like, heck what, are you talking about? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to hear know, like, what he's saying. I don't." You want me? To, you want me to read the text? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, you, I have it too. It's just go, go ahead and read I was the text. Trying to genuinely understand what happened. Like, was that the point of the movie that that they got brainwashed and something happened to them? Or you talk about those two kids? You talk about Quicksilver no, uh, and Scarlet Witch. You talk about no. You just talking about yeah, yeah, all yeah, of them, like when Scarlet Witch was doing the thing to uh, alter their brains. All right, the text goes like this. So, what's the deal with this Avengers movie? <laughs> they have been brainwashed. <laughs> And Kevin responds and says, huh? <laughs> and he responds, this chick just did some voodoo mind tricks on them. <laughs> okay, now yeah, you- I mean, like I said, I, didn't, I, don't, I, I don't know comics at all. So okay. I was like, I don't know who this girl is and still, what her powers are. But yeah. is- well, and then, and Kevin responds back and says, oh, Scarlet Witch, that's her thing. And then Lee responds by saying, so Vision is a quote-unquote good guy? <laughs> and he says, and, and, and Kevin's like, yes, are you still watching it? And Lee responds, yes, they're about to fight Ultron. And seven, Kevin writes back, well, keep watching. <laughs> Wait till it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Now, at this point, they're about to fight... At this point, they're about to, to fight out, like, Ultron. Okay, and, and one of the guys didn't trust him, right? Well, huh? what? Like, half of the team like didn't of, trust him at first. You talk about the We're all talking vision? over each other. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Captain America and those guys thought it was just another Stark's creation that's going to come alive yeah, like yeah, Ultron exactly. See, thought, and right, cause cause one of, Some of them didn't trust him. So, like, he okay, had the, should they trust him or should they not trust him? Right. Well, because he had the gym. Yeah, he had the gym. But they didn't know that at first. Oh, yeah, they did. They did know that. Yeah, Thor knew it. But the Scarlet Witch just has the ability to change, um, what you call it, probabilities of things. So that's kind of hard to really come through in a film. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Uh, Because, yeah, in the comics, the scope of of that chick's powers is crazy. I mean, she could alter a whole timeline, if you will. But that's Mm -hmm. essentially what you saw there when she... Touched them and then they all just started seeing stuff. That, yeah, yeah, I didn't know she was doing it to trick them or to like make them go crazy or to turn against each other or what. This is more like a that? distraction technique. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So like, but I mean, once once I finished watching, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. I get it now. But you're texting during the movie. <laughs> Your next text was, "Who's the dead guy?" <laughs> Who's the dead guy? Yeah, I was like, uh, well, I can't remember if that was exact. I put it down when y'all started talking. It was no, like no, something like I was, he was asking about Quicksilver, and he said like more like Dead Silver. <laughs> <laughs> No, but he said, "Who is the who's the fast guy? Who is it? Who's the dead guy? 
Who's okay? Yeah, yeah. You write. Yes, they're about to fight Ultron, and and, and Kevin wrote back. Keep watching. And then Lee wrote, "Who's the fast guy?" Now at this point, they're about ready to fight Ultron. So clearly, Quicksilver has not made any impression whatsoever. Yeah, yeah he's he's run quite a few times. And that's at when, this point. Yeah. Well, okay. So not that this has anything to do with it, but one one thing you have to preface this by knowing is that we're at the drive-in movie, right? Uh huh. And um, oh, were you making so out, man? Drive-in. You have to, you have to put. You have to put your radio station on a certain station so you can hear the. Oh no! So to hear the sound, and you have to put on a certain radio yeah, yeah. station. So yeah, you put it on like you know ninety-eight point one or whatever, and, and it plays through your car stereo. Oh, that's crazy! Well, unfortunately, for about an hour, the my car died, so oh. I could barely hear anything, like just from the other cars <laughs> that's around. That's a key point to the story. <laughs> So like I yeah I kind of miss like some of it too like like I could see it on the screen but I couldn't really like get all the nuances of what was going on you know what I mean wait, wait, okay. back up How, how'd the car die did you run out of gas because well, I ran out of battery how did you get home you have to get a jump well no they jump you yeah they they have a thing there because it oh, happens all the time yeah because you can't keep the car running I guess huh okay. yeah so wow that's I mean see why didn't you say that point. In the beginning, yeah, I'm because oh, I just thought of it right now. I don't know why. <laughs> That's why you missed a lot of it because it's car Yeah, because yeah. it's like I, mean, uh, I, I missed a lot of the nuances because I could, okay forget nuances. Like, you missed like, the whole, whole plot. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why I was texting, keep watching because I thought it's like, why are you texting me during a movie? It'll, it'll, it'll unravel itself, but when now I, it makes sense if you missed a lot makes, of it. When I read this back, I'm like, he must have been bored because he's texting during the movie. He's asking major plot points, and they're about ready to fight the villain. If, if he must have not liked this movie. <laughs> yeah, you have to see it again now. Yeah, you got to go see it again, man. I mean, I, check it out. Yeah, I, I'd have to say um, you could give it, you know, what is it, May or Yay? But if oh, you, wind feeling, man. Yeah. yeah, but if your yeah. if your car died and you missed <laughs> this, you know, most of the plot, that's not fair to the movie. I, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, that's like no. But I, yeah, but Danny's the one saying I didn't like the movie. I liked the movie. I, I thought it was a good movie. I mean, for I, I don't expect it to be, you know, like uh, to win any Oscars or anything. But it's a cool, like, hey, stuff's gonna blow up and they're gonna fight and. Uh, you know stuff like that. So yeah, that was cool. Well, was can you uh, can you understand like that reading your text make it kind of sound like you didn't like the movie? <laughs> I, sure, if you say so. <laughs> I didn't, that was not the intention, but yeah. that's a tough thing I about was text. Just trying to yeah. figure stuff out. That's funny. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like, hey guys, my sound went out. Who's the who's the fast dude? <laughs> okay, so on Tomorrowland, did your sound go out? Anything weird happen while you? Yeah. Did you have sound for Tomorrowland? Yeah, I was able to watch that. Wait, so Tomorrowland was first on that bill. Right, because it's a newer movie. So you wore out your oh. battery on a movie that y- you weren't too keen on. Right. And, oh, man. No, so it, it's it, like doubly wham, double whammy for like that's a long for, movie. for Tomorrowland, man. And Age of Ultron is a long movie. Yeah. Right, it, yeah. Well, it ruined that, your experience you know, for Age of Ultron. Tomor- hey, well, boo on Tomorrowland. Yeah. <laughs> can I t- you got to think about it, too, because... We went to the drive-in, so you can't start the movie till it gets dark. So that's like eight, eight thirty. Right. And so Ultron didn't start till like eleven o'clock, eleven fifteen. So and we didn't leave the theater till like two fifteen in the morning. Wow. So probably part of that was still I was just tired. It's like two in the morning. I'm still watching the movie. All right, Lee. <laughs> Lee, can I ask you a question here? Sure. All right. Okay. So you're watching Avengers, 
the sound goes out. You have no more sound because your car is dead. At what point do you just stop watching the movie and say, holy cow, my car's dead. I don't know how I'm going to get home. Let me call the wife. Let me just, you just sit there and watch the movie with no sound and you wait till the end to get the tow truck? You know why you didn't do that? I could still hear it, just not very clear because there's other cars around you that's, driving. That's why uh, I didn't notice like it. Their stereos. Oh, so you were listening to their stereo. So you were hearing the movie, but through their stereos. Yeah, so it was kind of faint and kind of quiet. It's like so. third-party speakers. So no need, no reason to panic, no reason to get the tow truck early. You were just like, oh, my God, I'm fine to get home. And then you just didn't realize yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's that's that's part of like going to the, the drive-in. Your, you might, your car might die. The, guys, the little guys in the golf cart, they come by. and Your car you might die. Jump. Oh, wow, that's funny. Yeah. It's a, a hazard when you're watching yeah, at the drive-thru. Just one of the adventures of watching a movie at the drive-in. So the guys that got uh, golf carts, they come around, they give you a jump. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. So, like, if your car dies somewhere else, you can push the car to the drive-thru and get a free jump. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just push it to the drive-in. It's only an hour away from home. That sounds better than AAA. Yeah, AAA doesn't have popcorn. Okay. Yeah, or snacks, yeah. Oh, I'll try. Cool. All right. So, uh, here, let's, let's give your final review on these two movies. Uh, Tomorrowland. What do you th- like? Let's give it a scale of one to ten. Like one's like, you know, don't even waste your time. Ten is like, this is the most awesome movie ever. Do you, do you put that on him though for the age of Ultron though, based on what he went through? I don't know. Well, like I could take it for the experience that he had, maybe, and then yeah, hopefully and he goes sees it again. Yeah, I and still like the movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I thought it was a good movie. I just, uh, I just missed a, a couple of things. I was just trying to clarify. That's all. Okay. There um, you go. <laughs> so. Yeah, okay, for 1 to 10. Yeah, so what about I'll tomorrow? Give, I'll give uh I'll give Tomorrowland a 5. All right. And, and uh, Age of Ultron I'll give it 8. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's what we gave him. We gave Age of Ultron about an 8, I yeah. think when we did the review. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, so, okay. Yeah. So so basically what you're saying to us is that you have doubts as it pertains to Brad Bird's abilities as a filmmaker. Sure, I guess. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was the, the he's not the scriptwriter. I think he actually you was know. part of the scriptwriter. Oh, was he really? Yes. Here, here's something like we talked before about shameful Disney secrets. This is one of mine. The Incredibles. Oh. And I'm, Lee's dead. Thank you, Lee, for having. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm in. I'm inside, guys. I'm not even outside anymore. You're inside. Good thing you weren't. I'm in the house. <laughs> You're all right. Yeah. No. Sh- I was about ready to speak blasphemy, and, and this is like in, in the Disney fan community, I'm sure this is blasphemy, but as far as the Incredibles go, eh, not a big fan. Really? Really. I like the Incredibles, but not a big fan of it. Hmm, I liked it. It was, it was passable. It was a decent movie, but I mean, as far as I think Brad Bird's incredibly overrated. How do you like that? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously, Nature doesn't like that. You brought the thunder, man. Wow. I called that the thunder, and here it came. There it comes, yeah. So yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Have at it. Well, I mean, it's not one of my top Pixar movies. Like, uh, like Incredibles. Is it in your top five Pixar movies? Not mine. So, Toy Story. Yes. Bugs Life. Maybe. Yeah. Nemo. Nemo. Definitely. Ratatouille. And I think deserves to be in there. The first Cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ratatouille is definitely. Toy's just a great story overall. The whole story is good. So yeah, it's not even the top five. I disagree as far as not even putting the top five. Uh, I liked Cars. 
But I like The Incredibles more. Now that might be because I'm like a you know superhero buff, but you know I'm a superhero that. buff as well. It just it didn't engage me in that kind of way. I wish it would have. Mm-hmm. Now you and I can go about this all night yeah. long, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe we'll we'll table this for a different discussion. Yeah, we should. This should this That's could fine. be a whole very good discussion. All right, so you heard we'll it here talk first, about listeners. It. We're going to talk about this in the future show. Uh, if you want to weigh in on that conversation, which was basically what Incredibles versus Cars, mm-hmm. uh, definitely please get in touch with us at magicarway@gmail.com or any of the other ways you can find on our website because we'd love to hear your thoughts about this because this shows that that segment's going to come out very soon. All right, today on the hub, we brought somebody in. Straight off the helicarrier, we got their listener X on the line, better known to you and me as Keith. How you doing, Keith? Good. How are you guys? Doing all right, man. So you're currently down there in the world, huh? On a little vacation? Exactly. Just got down here uh, yesterday and just uh, just got straight back from Fort Wilderness and just gave you guys a call. Oh, that's awesome. How long are you staying? Um, I'm staying uh, a week. So you are uh, straight from the field recording right now in the parks. Or in the world, actually. Closer to than we are. <laughs> to be, exactly. and all that. So that's pretty killer. So where are you staying, man? Are you on property? Are you um, off? I'm, or? S- I'm staying uh, actually off-site at uh, um, Timeshare. Supposedly it's about six miles, it says, from um, Disney. But I actually found a back road oh, actually, cool. that probably nobody knows about. It actually takes you right to the intersection of where the Four Corners is. Oh, okay. Whoa. So actually, you see the construction right now of the uh, hotels that are going up there. Right. And so then I'll- it takes you right from western way right into the disney property so i could probably be right now on disney property in five minutes oh that's actually pretty good my first question here uh keith is it awkward talking to kevin knowing that you're taking his job (laughs) um it's a little bit awkward but i guess it'll be more awkward if i do a really bad job next week when i do the podcast but um i don't think it's too bad because uh kevin's job doesn't seem too bad to take over so no it's not it's not too bad at all no no, there's none none taken at all man it's actually pretty good not that bad of a job he's making right now oh man i have a big smile on my face no no. i got a vacation yay i got a vacation (laughs) for a week again otherwise you have to leave danny in charge and you know how we danny was last time i mean he does a good job but you know but I, um, yeah, I, he feels uh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> he does a good job, but you know, he kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I'll accept that. No, no problem there. I just want to make sure. Look, hey, don't feel bad about taking Kevin's job because Kevin was going to be going anyway. Yeah, I'm headed out of town anyway. Yeah, so there's no choice there. So Kevin couldn't be here. Somebody's got to do it, so Listener X might as well take it over. So. Might as well, yeah, Ex- absolutely. Exactly, or else, like you said, it's going to be me and I suck. <laughs> <laughs> you well, you haven't heard me do it yet, so, you know, this is my trial basis here, you know, it's just kind of really the, the test to see, and if they do a bad job, you know, all of a sudden somebody else will be, uh, you know, hosting it next week, so. Well, the cool part is you had, a, like, an awesome outline ready and set to go through the email we yeah. read that and we're just like oh, okay you got it <laughs> if it'll get followed i don't know you know we'll see, so. you were the only person that actually like we had emails saying yeah i'd like to take the show you're the only person that booked a show so completely detailed it was it was absolutely detailed with roles for everybody yes. including eli lee everybody had a role that they were gonna play boy i just met him i'm already put to work <laughs> yeah exactly like, you go and uh, go talk about marvel or uh something else in the uh, comic universe there you know i'm giving you an assignment right away so you have a week <laughs> to uh get to it 
Yeah, Keith's on the ball, man. He's ready to go. So I, I, I'm leaving the show in good hands. Is right this now. more work than when I was on the helicarrier for Samuel? Or? <laughs> it might be, man. Well, I, don't I don't know. I don't know about that one. All right, I'm up for the task. Well, it's different work. You were like a physical stunt double, and he was, you know, Keith got you on the, the mind thing, the artistic thing. All right, I'm up for the challenge. I'm up for the challenge, man. Y'all going to do Sounds great. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keith, all right, tell us, how was it in the parks on Memorial Day? Um, well, I wasn't in the parks on Memorial Day, but I was in Fort Wilderness, so I could tell you about that. You, you hung out in Fort Wilderness most of the day, or? Well, yeah, um, went swimming this morning, and then, um, my wife actually went to Fort Wilderness when she was 10 years old back in 1981. Oh, wow. And she had really good, fond memories of there. And actually, I did something I never did in all my 44 years of being a Disney fan, is I never been to Fort Wilderness. Oh, oh wow. nice. Okay. So, you know, we went there, we walked around, we, um, I got to see the world famous Pioneer Hall. Right. You know, you right. always hear about the Hoopsie Review. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was kind of like one of those ah moments, like, oh, there it is. So, and we ate dinner at, uh, Trail, Trails End. Uh, they have an all you can eat a buffet there. So, you know, what's more appropriate than Memorial Day than having, you know, your corn in the cob and your ribs and yeah. your fried chicken and your, you know, peach cobbler and ice cream for dessert. So, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I, I'm curious because we did a story about this, this special guy last week at Fort Wilderness. And we're curious uh, as Trails End, the beverage options. Uh, do you remember what you? I wonder. I'm wondering if it was the same as the hoop to do because at the hoop to do, it's kind of like a buffet too. You get all you can drink, fountain drink stuff, and you also get all you can drink like sangria and wine. Was it like that at the Trails End? Do you remember what the, your drink options were? Your drink options were um, Coke, Diet Coke, um, brewed iced tea that they made there, okay. pomegranate, you know, juice, and that's it. For for I think it was twenty three ninety nine. You're not getting liquor with you uh, with the meal there. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So he but definitely ate at the hoop de do. Yeah, that guy. Did you hear that story? We I mean, we just released that show, but did you hear about that story last no, week? I didn't, get a, I didn't get a chance to hear it yet. Okay, yeah. There, well, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Um, but the guy, if you had been there a week earlier, you would have had a lot of excitement. But apparently some guy got all drunk and stuff, and he, he, he uh, a Disney employee was trying to give him a ride on a golf cart, and he uh, kung fu'd into the golf cart, crashing through the windshield, and drove all the way to the water, hit a pier, and then jumped into the, into the lake and started swimming and then that's when it ended no no no, 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 that's not when it ended because disney had to dispatch a seal team oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah to yeah. come get him <laughs> are and you then serious he, yes he started yelling racial slurs at the at the <laughs> seal team so bitch get oops sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a very so, interesting story you wait, can find it on the orlando sentinel it was, it was pretty wild well i want to read that when i get drunk steals a golf cart crashes in the water and then is yelling at disney because he's drowning and he doesn't want to get rescued well, as the report goes, he was yelling racial slurs to the people that are trying to help him <laughs> out of the water because he couldn't make it anymore. I don't know where he was going. Uh, I bet, <laughs> where I he was planning on going. I bet that COT was like, you have a Disney day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no confirmation on, on what the race or ethnicity of any yeah. of the Disney SEAL team is. So we don't know who this man hates. So even though that Disney has a SEAL team, that's pretty amazing there. That is cool. Isn't it, though? My guess is the media blew it up and it's really disney lake patrol where i just saw the boats at four wheelers and just went over and picked up the guy but disney's watching <laughs> guys mean, and uh, water mice better. <laughs> crazy yeah that is <laughs> exactly. true their scuba team could have been like 
two dudes and a and a wave runner. Yeah. <laughs> we we might have we might have overblown this. Well, yeah. you know, it's like Florida yeah. Everglades. You might have had like yeah, one of the uh, what's you call airboats. It? Yeah, you know, like the little hovercraft, whatever, the big fan in the back of it, which yeah, is that yeah, one yeah. stick. Yeah, but that's why I asked you that question, Keith. We we're curious, like you know, how did you get drunk at Fort Wilderness? You know, there, there is a bar. Oh. I think it's the canoe bar because there was a canoe hanging overhead. Okay. So there's a bar there. I think it's called Crockett's Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, right yeah. attached to the restaurant. So I'm thinking, and there's a window where you actually can go and get, like, order drinks. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> if you were staying there, we'd ask you to go to a cast member and get the full story. <laughs> Being right, an but. investigative uh, field reporter and, and, <laughs> and get us the real scoop. I mean, because I want to know exactly what he drank, how big was the SEAL team, and what ethnicity they were that they were yelling racial insults at the SEAL team that was trying to save his life. I would say. <laughs> and they still saved him. So, now, Keith, is it just you and the wife? Do y'all have any children? No, it's actually um, me, my wife, my two-year-old son, and actually my mother-in-law as well. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Oh, oh that's nice. What a good husband you are. Yeah. Bringing the mother-in-law. Exactly. Yep. All right. So do y'all get to ride on, the, like, you and the wife get to ride on some big boy rides and stuff while, while the mother-in-law gets to watch the kid a little bit? Yeah, we're actually, uh, tomorrow night, we're actually doing, uh, going out to a uh, fancy dinner just ourselves while, you know, my mother-in-law babysits. So. Oh. oh. A, little, a little grandma time. That's cool. That's yeah, very cool. Yeah, so that'll be nice. And then my wife's birthday is um, next week, and you can actually hire a Disney photographer. Not a photo pass, but through um, Disney as, like, kind of, it's like the wedding photographers. Okay. So, we're actually, we're doing um, a mini photo shoot session at the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my wife doesn't know this yet, and we're just going to get, you know, a lot of, like, family shots together with, you know, my two-year-old and my wife. So, that's kind of a, one of her birthday surprises. Now, Keith, I'm doing a little math here. All right, so you okay. said... In your 44 years of, of being a Disney fan, right? Yes. And you've got a two-year-old son. Yes. So you're a daddy at 42? Yes. <laughs> All right. I was, born, I was born in 71, the same year as uh, Magic Kingdom opened. Mm-hmm. Of course, nice. I was born in March. Magic Kingdom opened in October. Um, and, um, yes, I, my son was born in 2013. So whatever the math works about, yeah, 42. So. Didn't meet my wife, too, in the 30s, so I'm a little bit late coming, but that's okay. Me and my wife got married in our 30s as well. We have a four-year-old. Yeah, I'm the same so, way. Well, there you go. So uh, we'll all be uh, old when our kids will be going to college. So you now, did downtown Disney yesterday. Today you did Fort Wilderness. Fort Wilderness. And actually, the way it's looking right now, and uh, we might not actually go to a park. Really? The thing is, um, we originally planning to go to a park, but... A couple of things changed, so we might not. It's we're not sure yet. So, Interesting. but I have fast passes every day, dining reservations every day. So hey, we'll, we'll probably wind up going to park. It's just a matter of uh, figuring out some plans here. So. Yeah, you got to take your mother-in-law to a park at least. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Try to help the one you thing out. Which we didn't factor in in this whole vacation is the heat. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That it makes is sense. a hot. I always go down for Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. So this year, 90 degree heat, and then you know with the heat index 95 to mm-hmm. 100, mm-hmm. and then with the two year old, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. So you could almost do so, a trip where you do everything around yeah. the world, but not necessarily in the parks. Right, but we have the tickets with us, so if we want to do them, we can. That's pretty cool. So, but if we don't, it's a non-expiration, so it's kind of a win-win. I mean, we know we're going back in November. Again, that's okay. a definite for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So 
I told my wife, whatever I'm missing this trip, we're going double on the next trip. <laughs> right. <laughs> In a way, you're a genius here because, you know, yeah. this is a great topic to have that I've never heard another show have. How to do Disney without ever stepping foot into a Disney park. Yeah, I could. I mean, next week's podcast, we can definitely touch base because I have, you know, character breakfasts lined up. I have stuff at night lined up. And so, I mean, we're definitely going to get I mean, I already been to downtown Disney and went uh -huh. to Fort Williams today. So I already kind of probably have that quote unquote Disney magic with actually actually going into a park. Right. Uh huh. So, you know, we'll go ride the monorail and everything else, and we'll do some, some other stuff. So by the end of the trip, even if we actually don't go in a park, we'll definitely have, you know, a good Disney experience. So Yeah, you know, it was cool. I was going to ask you if it was by design that you didn't go to the parks like yesterday or today, because you know it's going to be, like, completely busy for this weekend with the 24-hour day that just happened, and then, you know, Memorial Day, people got the three-day weekend, beginning of summer kind of business. You know, I figured it would be packed. I'm, one, I was I'm going to ask you if it was by design that you planned not to go to the parks. Yeah, actually, what I was going to do is actually I kind of looked at the hours and the early entry and basically kind of looked at the best days to go in the parks from, you know, touringplans.com and everything else. Right. So my plan was if I was going to go to the Magic Kingdom, Tuesday was the day to go to the Magic Kingdom and Wednesday was the day to go to Epcot because it's early entry at Animal Kingdom and Howard Studios on Wednesday. So you figure everyone's going to those parks on Wednesday. Okay. So then, you know, you either go to Epcot or Animal, uh, Magic Kingdom on those days. So plus it's middle of the week. Weekend starts getting busy again. So that's kind of the best time to do it. Yeah. And they got Star Wars weekends running. So, that, you know, it gets busy toward the end of the week as well. Um, are you going to be around for any of that, for any of the Star Wars weekend stuff? Um, I'll be here through Sunday, so I would be around for some. Okay, of that, so if so. you did go, you might be able to see something. Right, right, right. Cool, cool, cool. So now, Lee, this produces a good challenge for you. You, Lee, as a travel agent, you have a client calling you up, and then he says, "I'm going to Disney, but I'm not going to go into a park. Make my weekend fun." What do you do? What do you do? What do you, what do, you do, <laughs> brother? What you going to do for him? So, do you like golf? <laughs> Say they're a non-golfer. <laughs> Can I tell you what I would do? Census. I'll get a massage. Yeah. I would get a massage, yeah. a whole treatment over at Census. I'd say, mother-in-law, we'll treat you to a nice meal later on, but me and the wife are going to do a couple's massage over at Census. Yeah, you get so you're gonna have a you're gonna get a couple's massage with your mother-in-law. No. <laughs> what does she look like? <laughs> Not my mother-in-law, but I don't know. It could, maybe. I'd go over to Fort Wilderness one night and do the camp out with the, not camp out, but the, the singing around the campfire and the marshmallows. You thing. just hit it, because I just did that tonight. <laughs> yeah. Man, that would just be cool. Back. Congratulations, Lee. You hit on... You hit on thing number one. Listener X did something else since he's been there. Can you get tell us what else Listener X did? Uh, did you go do the survey bikes on the boardwalk? No, but that's a good one. There that's you go. That's a good one. That's a great that one, a Lee. One, yeah. Look at you flexing your you little travel agent uh, muscles. Do that. Yeah, you could do your horse-drawn carriage over at uh, Port Orleans. Uh, maybe do a little fishing. One. You could do a little fishing over at Port Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have rented bikes at Fort Wilderness. Water skiing. They yeah. There was a thing we had to do to jet skis. All right. All right. We stayed at, uh, at the resort. Lee, there's a very obvious one. Very obvious one that he would have done. Disney, Disney Quest. No, I'm just kidding. And pony rides also at Fort Wilderness as well. Oh, that's Man, true. There's so much yeah. to do at Fort Wilderness. You could do the archery. Uh, I would probably go over to Animal Kingdom too and, and uh, 
maybe do go there at night and do the night vision goggles. That could be that's cool. a good one. That's wait, wait, wait back up. There's archery at Fort Wilderness. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like, like. We can get all Merido on this thing and just just go nuts. <laughs> I believe so. I read that somewhere. Oh man, my daughter would do it yet, but I think so. Well, you so, don't get to shoot an animal. I was just, gonna say you get to do like archery <laughs> at night with night vision goggles. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's premium dollars. Yeah, that's a whole different off a cast member's head. There you go. That's like the most dangerous game or something. No, hunt a cast member is the world's most dangerous. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, well, you could do like the, the monorail. Just cruise around yep, all the fun. resorts. Yeah, do a, yeah a I think he was mentioning he's going to do that. Yeah, that's all pretty right. good. But there's a very obvious one you're missing here, Lee. Come on. Well, I guess it's not that you obvious. give him a hint or something? You give him a hint? No, you don't need to give him a hint. He's got this. Bam. I tried. Oh, Big you went, and watched the, went over to ESPN and watched sports. And no, 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 not quite that, Lee. A little bit more obvious than that. A little bit more like staring in the face obvious because this is something that we got to ask him about as soon as as soon as you're able to get Lee. If it's not the dog, it's the damn wind chimes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take the wind chimes down in a second. Uh, did you go? See, did you go see Yeehaw Bob? No, no, nope, th- that's another good one. I think Lee might have mentioned it when he first came on the air. Did he? I think yeah, so. yeah, I think he did. Oh, okay, maybe. Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm wrong. What, I what, think he might have. What, what was it? Uh, the, the the Disney uh, downtown Disney thing. Downtown Disney, yeah. Yeah, which you explained. We were going to ask him about oh, the whole Disney. Oh, just downtown Disney in general. Yeah, just downtown Disney yeah. in general. I yeah, think, yeah, he went. Oh, okay, he did yeah. downtown Disney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, that was like the first thing I said. Yeah. Did you go to um, Did you go to uh, Splitsville? No, no. We um, actually we ate lunch at uh, Earl Sandwich, and we're going back on Wednesday and eating. Uh, Taking my son to a uh, T Rex because you know two year olds love dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. I love Earl's sandwich, boy. Yeah. I, I love that. I tell you what, though, Keith, you are in an advantageous position here because out of all of us here who have been, <laughs> it's so advantageous. Wow. The gods are like are chiming with the trip. <laughs> all right, uh, when the cuckoo clocks down, we're gonna go ahead and proceed on. All right. I like the movie uh, Twister. Oh, have mercy. Get There you go. You know what the funny part is? Is this is going to attract the dog. <laughs> the dog likes the wind chimes? With Lee, when Lee records, is always either wind chimes or a dog barking in the background. Never. All right. Well, the wind chimes are gone. <laughs> All right. We're ready? Okay. And the neighbor with the motorcycle. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. And Keith, yeah, if you listen, when you listen to the next show, we stay till the end to the blooper. You'll you'll catch what we're talking about here. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so what was your question, Danny? The question was, okay, so you're in an advantageous position because I've been there since. Kevin's been there since. I don't know if Lee's been there since, but he's about ready to go. Now that you've been to not downtown Disney, because if you listen to us, we all still call it downtown Disney. It's not downtown Disney. It's Disney Springs. Tell us about the remade Disney Springs. Well, first off, Disney might call it Disney Springs, mm-hmm. but there's still plenty of signs down there that say downtown Disney. So okay. ah. um, the whole transition is not totally done yet. Um, there's still a lot of construction. Um, you know, They're obviously doing the new construction on the new um parking garage so i was coming from you know basically like the um you know world drive where the swan and dolphin is you know kind of that direction heading towards downtown disney and they basically forced us to park now we got down there at 10 a.m they were forcing us to park on the west side of disney so i didn't even get towards the portion of the new uh, parking garage oh okay so, wow 
So kind of getting in is kind of a mess as far as, you know, kind of parking and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you still see a lot of signs for downtown Disney, but I did take a boat ride from the west side to kind of the village marketplace area. Yeah. So, and I did see the uh, the new Indiana Jones hangar kind of coming along there pretty well. Oh, did you? Okay. So, I don't know why that's going to, I guess, I mean, the exterior structure is up and you see the kind of the, the boat bar kind of ready, you know, kind of there. Um, so I don't know why that's going to take towards, you know, um, it's what May now towards September, October to open. Right, right. Uh, yeah. But and the, the boathouse from the water looks really nice. I mean, Disney's now doing a good job of taking advantage of all those restaurants kind of now on the waterfront lake area. So um, they're still in, tr- you know, transition there. Right. Um, still building you know a couple of the new stores kind of over where the boathouse area stuff like that right but it'll be you know it'll be all new nice when it's done and then on the other side you know they're doing that they're just starting construction on you know i think they're calling it the landing area um so but for right now now except for a little bit of aesthetics besides the parking garage and a couple new stores it kind of still looks like downtown disney okay Okay, I just remember when I was there in February, just driving by that area was just a mess. Yeah, you yeah, know, just traffic yeah. and just people turning in. It was just, it was just nuts. Just because I thought I'd be slick and go around everything, but I you know to get to my resort, but that was just a bad idea. So did you get to walk? You parked on West Side, so I guess if you ate an Earl sandwich, you got to walk the entire length of that of of downtown Disney or Disney Springs or whatever they're calling. Pretty much most of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, interesting. So you got to see the former Pleasure Island. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting because where the Pleasure Island sign used to be, they now have the Dis- like it says Disney Springs. Oh, okay. okay. So they kind of replaced that, but it's still to me, it's still you know Pleasure Island stuff like that. So so you're actually uh-huh. able to walk through that area because when I was there, you had to walk around. They had this special walk area that was like close to the water. Yeah, I couldn't walk through the area that used to be like Pleasure Island at the moment. Yeah, they're you, still can, walking. you can kind of still, but yeah, there's still some construction you okay. know, going on there. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Hey, I think I'm losing a uh, battery on my phone or something. There, oh, so. no. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. You guys are running well, all over Well, I'm glad I was able to connect with you guys tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good I get to chat with you because next time I, you'll be here and I won't be here. So this is good. I hate all to right. cut it short on you guys, but I'll be there next week to uh, take over uh, Kevin's job. Yeah. So. This all is right. just a tease for all the listeners as he's uh, you know coming in next week. For the whole shebang. Do you have any words for Kevin? Do you have any uh, words for the Moican Nation? <laughs> uh, no, I think I got some uh, big shoes to fill with uh, Kevin Weaving. You know about his big feet, too? Well, you'll mention... <laughs> and uh, come find out how Listener X does. Yeah, you, you, exactly, man. What a great tease, dude. If you want to check out how he does in the hosting chair, come make sure you come listen to us next week. And yes, Danny, you mentioned my about my big shoes to fill uh, two shows ago. You do have big feet. <laughs> you are Fred Flintstone. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Hey, hey. Don't be ashamed to have big feet. There ain't nothing wrong with that. No, Fred Flintstone can go down the highway with that big rib meat thing on the side of his car, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's delicious, I'm sure. You got to have tough feet to hold brakes like that. Calluses. <laughs> man calluses got to do it mm-hmm. well thanks a lot Keith thanks for coming on I hope we haven't killed your phone or killed your evening at all well thank you guys again and I appreciate it and I'll talk to you uh, next week alright man with the sound of the thunder and Thor's thighs and everything else it's time to wrap up this show 
So anyway, uh, just a couple of things. Man, for everything Magic Our Way, go to our website, magicourway.com or .net. Either way, either one works. But you can find all our social media links. You can find all our contact information, so our speak pipe, magicourway.gmail.com, our phone number, 1-844-HARAMBE. That is, again, 1-844-HARAMBE. Harambe. Yes, give us a call there. You can leave us a voicemail message, one 481 8689 And you can definitely, uh, you can find us anywhere, even Google Plus now, guys. So you can ke- uh, keep an eye out for that, Google Plus, as well as, uh, we do have a Periscope account. We're going to hopefully figure out a way to start using that, but you can definitely find us there. So you go ahead and follow us so that we, you know when we start broadcasting things, like maybe a segment when we start reporting a, a, a particular segment on the show. Now you can watch us record the show in, in real time. So that would be a good little treat for you. So if, you're, if you have a Twitter account, then you have a Periscope account. You just got to get it all set up. All right. Uh, so anyway, I want to give a thanks to our, our awesome co-host once again. Uh, we have with us Mr. Eli Ivory in the studio, a proprietor of e- Ivory Comics. Man, you want to tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to purchase anything or whatever? Uh, yeah, you can always go to www.ivorycomics.com. Uh, I will actually have a surprise for you guys in the next week or so. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Book's been sent to the printer, so let you guys take like a little sneak preview look of it. There you go. You know, see what you guys think of it. Uh, but yeah, you can go to the to that website. I'm going to try to get another website for the Project Geisha mm-hmm. uh, book itself. That's it's a lot of years spent. To and they got some uh, panels of from Project Geisha on your website. Is that what you said before? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, most of it's from uh, issue one. Uh, the the book that's coming out is uh, sixty pages. It's it's a combination of the first issue and the second issue. So that way, once you read it, you're you're done. Oh wow! You know, so yeah, cool. I didn't want to make one issue and then you had to wait and then it would take me a while to make the second. I just said. Boom, let's just put it all together. You read it, you get the experience, and then, you know, you're good. So hopefully everybody will like it. But you guys will get the first uh, sneak peek copy of it. And, um, you know. Hopefully, uh, maybe we have something for the listeners. Yeah, we can get a little uh, something for the listeners to give away. Kind of original Eli Ivory comic, Ivory Comics comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the keep, keep listening, guys. We're going to give that away. That's The, the contest is going to start rolling in. So check mm-hmm. that out. So Eli, thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks it. for having me all the time. It's and fun. of course, so we have the official travel agent of the Magic Railway podcast. We have a friend like Lee. Lee, you want to tell the listeners where they can get in touch with you? Yeah, um, when my internet's working and it's not uh, torrential rain pour, <laughs> you can <laughs> find me on uh, facebook.com slash travel. L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. You can email me at Lee, L-E-E, at mmvagent.com. Or you can just pick up the phone and call me, 832-570-5490. Absolutely. If you booked a vacation with Lee, we'd love to have you on the show to tell us some you know, the experiences and everything else. Uh, so definitely get in touch with us there or get in touch with Lee and let him know, hey, I want to come on the show and talk about my experience, man. We'd love to hear from you. And last but not least, guys, uh, do us a favor, a couple of favors, actually. Support the show, man. Go to our website. You'll see a little Amazon affiliate link there. Click on that before you go shopping shopping on Amazon, and we'll definitely uh, get a little something there, a little help. And that's, you know, it's as easy as just clicking, man. Just, just click on it, go shopping, buy your stuff, and you're good to go. And that's all you have to do. Nothing extraneous, nothing weird that you have to do, but it would definitely just do nothing but help the show. 
Other thing else, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or whatever platform you decide to listen to our show on. Uh, it just supports us and lets other people, potential listeners, know that we're out there and let us know what we're all about. So we would definitely appreciate uh, um, uh, some support there. Also, too, if you go to our website, you'll see our merchandise. Uh, <laughs> you can check out all our T-shirts and stuff we have coming online in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be throwing up some more T-shirts and stuff, and we'll even have some T-shirt giveaways as well. Uh, so you can come check out some of the designs, got coffee mugs, got whatever you want. Uh, you can get part, be part of the uh, Magic R-Way. I feel like Spaceballs, you know, get Magic R-Way, <laughs> the toilet paper, get Magic R-Way, the coffee mug, Magic R-Way, the dark helmet, you know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Magic R-Way, the condom. Yes, Magic R-Way, the condom, you know, you, got, you need all those things. And it's <laughs> good, guaranteed not to bust. Mm. Mm. Anyway. So, guys, uh, we appreciate you listening. You know, you have a choice whenever you choose Disney podcasts, and we're glad we're one of them. And, you know, we hope we love to hear your feedback. Again, magicrway.gmail.com. You know, send us your thoughts. You know, be Dr. Mahookan. You know, send us what creative ideas you may have, whatever comments you may have in reaction to whatever we say. We want to hear from you guys. We love talking anything Disney or anything outside of Disney, too. Uh, anything in the creative span universe that tickles our minds, man. Go ahead and tickle us. It'll be great. <laughs> So anyway, guys, I'm on my way to Washington, D.C. So the next time I see you or hear, you'll hear from me is on show 80. We'll be in our 80s. Look at that. Yes. Getting up there. Uh, I'll leave the show in the capable hands of Listener X. And so we'll see how that goes. I wish him the best of luck and the, uh, I'll leave the seat warm. So anyway, <laughs> on that note, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.